Hey, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Dear Growing Women podcast. It is season four's first official episode, and I'm just glad you're here with me. I Last week, I dropped in just an intro episode of the season. Um, the title of this season is Say Yes. And so, like I told you last week, we're on this journey together. How are you? How are things going? Have you been growing? Have you been stretched in the last week? I will say this is stretching season. So if you haven't been stretched yet or haven't started stretching or being stretched yet, oh, it's coming. This is stretching season. You will never say yes to the things that God has called you to and there not be a stretching, okay? As you can tell from this week's title, it shouldn't be, but it is. You know that we are getting ready to dive in, right? Cool. Let's go straight to the word. I'm not going to hold you long. Um, so today, if you could grab your Bibles, amen. We're going to come from um, Isaiah chapter 6. And I'm going to start at verse 1, just, you know, for a little context here. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. It was in the year King Isaiah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two wings they covered their feet, and with two they flew. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Their voices shook the temple to its foundations, and the entire building was filled with smoke. Then I said, this is Isaiah speaking, it's all over. I am doomed for I am a sinful man. I have filthy lips and I live among a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the King, the Lord of heaven's armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. He touched my lips with it and said, See, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? I said, this is Isaiah speaking, Here I am, send me. So I'm going to stop at verse 8. Yeah, let's kind of unpack this. Um, how many of us have been, we have all, let me start there. We have all been in a space of life where we know <laughs> that we are undeserving. We are flawed people. We are full of junk sometimes, you know, and a lot of times, especially for women, when we look in the mirror, we don't always see ourselves in the best light that we could possibly see ourselves. Um, most of the time before we see something beautiful, we're going to point out something that we dislike. And it's not like, it's not like, hey, I'm going to look in the mirror today and I'm not going to like myself. That's not what it is. It's just a part of the, I'm going to call it trickery that the enemy does. He tries to, he attempts to steal our confidence and our self-esteem and and the beauty that God made us to be. He tries to steal that because as long as we don't see that, it'll keep us from really seeing the intentionality of God through just the way that he designed all of us. And so, you know, we are very quick to also disqualify ourselves from the Lord doing a work like through us. We disqualify ourselves from being vessels to be used and we we do it unknowingly and and 
quite a few people have done it in in the Bible as well. It's the same way with Isaiah when he saw, when he heard the seraphim crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. And just the voices of the seraphim alone shook the whole temple down to its foundations. And the foundation for us is going back to the foundation of who Jesus is to us, period. And the way God intended for us to be. Going back to the foundations of our faith, tearing up doctrine that is contrary to the word of God, casting down imaginations, casting down um, words that have been spoken over us, casting down and renouncing um, inner vows that we made against ourselves. We need to go back to the foundations of what we believe and who we believe in. That's just, we got to go back to the foundations because when you go back to the foundation, you recognize that, Lord, this is where I am, bare bone, naked. There's nothing covering me. This is where I am. And when Isaiah recognized that, he was like, it's all over. Like, I'm doomed. I'm a sinful man. Like, And the, the thing about it is that we know that we are sinful people. There's, there's, we're in this flesh and no good thing dwells in this flesh. Like our flesh will always be a stumbling block to um, what God wants to do in us anyway. But then the seraphim heard him and then brought a hot coal a burning coal that he had taken from the altar. It didn't come from, and as an angel, of course, like it's going to come from from the altar. But we have to be careful allowing people to, to cleanse us, if that makes sense. Allowing people's opinions to justify our our state of being. We have to be careful, and it has to come directly from God, like has to come directly from his word. The word should be your mirror, not the latest trends, not the hottest accounts, not the, you know, the best dressed, not the person at at church that always has something to say from the Lord, not none of that. It needs to come directly from your connection with him. Yeah. So when the seraphim came and put the coal on his mouth, when when he touched his lips, it erased all the guilt. It erased, it forgave his sins. And I think for us, we need to let the Lord touch us in the place where, yeah, we need to let the Lord touch us in those places where we feel those things, where there's shame, where there is low self-esteem, where there is uncertainty, where there is mental health challenges, where whatever that is, um, we need to allow the Lord to touch those areas. And I don't know why as women, we tend to hide our most vulnerable places. And I know that trust is a thing. You know, trusting each other is a thing. And I think as a result of us not being able to trust humans, we also kind of carry that over into our relationship with God, too. Just, you know, yeah, we I think we carry that over with God, too. Like he is one who made us. And, you know, why not let him touch those parts that we keep? hidden. I recognized for myself that I still had some areas of trauma that I needed to deal with as it pertains to being myself. Um, I always thought I was a very quirky person. And if you know me, I am kind of quirky, but that's what makes me an enjoyable person to be around. All of my little quirkiness and and all of my, my type of humor that can be dry but it can be really good too sometimes okay so for me me I am learning 
to say yes to who I am, um, to say yes to this quirky personality, to say yes to the sense of humor that I've been given, to say yes to loving myself the way God loves me. For me, it's okay for me to look in the mirror and not judge myself based on my mistakes or what's not perfect about me. What I know is that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. For me, right now, today, I'm saying yes to who I was created to be. And there are so many reasons why I shouldn't be a chosen a chosen vessel. There's so many reasons why you shouldn't be a chosen vessel. We are flawed creatures, beautifully flawed creatures, but we're all flawed creatures. And there is something in each of us that should, you know, be like, for God to be like, nah, that's okay. You got this going on. But when you are chosen, you're just chosen. And Isaiah was chosen, even down to the point where the Lord asked them, who can we send to be the messenger? And Isaiah responded, well, here I am, Lord, I'll go. And that's what he wants. In this season of our life, that's what he wants. When he's saying, who can I send? I'm saying, yes, here I am, Lord, I'll go. Um, knowing that he has all the provision, knowing that he has already made a way, every crooked path is already made straight. Not saying that it's going to be easy and that you're not going to encounter anything difficult, but it's just saying, Lord, you're, me submitting my yes to you is better than any decision or any plan that I could have for my own life. And so at that moment when Isaiah surrendered and said, you know what, Lord, here I am, send me. I believe that's grace on there's grace on that for you too. I believe that in all of our experiences, in all of our difficulties, in all of our wrestles, in all of these things, there's something in that that the Lord wants to use for his glory. So no, it shouldn't be you, but it is. You shouldn't be chosen, but you are. And we submit to that today. Like it could be 55,000 other people, but it's you. Let that resonate. It's you. There are more people who are more skilled, who have the degree, who have the work experience, who have, um, there are people who have the money, but God says it's you. And so say yes to that. It shouldn't be you, but guess what? It's you. It's you. So my encouragement to you is to really take time to reveal all the places that it hurts, all the places where you feel unsafe or places that you've hidden away. I know that for myself, I'm very good. I have been very good, past tense, because I am changing. Ain't it what Jennifer Hudson said? Yeah. That's, you know, that's yeah. Anyway, that's what she said. And as you you are changing and growing and evolving and, and doing all of these things, it's time to expose the, the things that you've blocked out. I've been very good at blocking things out. And like it'll a trigger will bring it back to me. But there are things that I just completely blocked out of my mind. Did that happen? Yeah, girl, it happened. You just blocked it out. But just uh, even allowing those areas of your life to be healed and transformed and use for the glory of God. I don't know if you know that your story, the divorce, the miscarriage, the singleness, the just the weighty 
circumstances and pressures that you have been under, the feeling alone, the feeling left out, the feeling of just being different, all of that is a part of your story and it's a part of what God wants to do through you. And he has a people that those things will resonate with and you'll know. So none of those things disqualify you for him, from him using you, like none of it disqualifies you. It makes you even more chosen than ever before. Yes, all of those things should disqualify you. What did Moses say? I I, he, I don't speak well. That should disqualify you, but guess what? It doesn't. And he still wants you. He still wants your yes. I could write a laundry list, okay? I could write a laundry list of reasons why God shouldn't use me. Laundry, I mean, long list. I could write a book, okay, um, with explanation and evidence and <laughs> uh, dates and all of the things. Just a huge list of why God shouldn't use me or shouldn't choose me. Um, but today I'm making a conscious choice to just submit to the fact that he wants to, he desires to, and he's chosen to use me. So I'm saying yes, because I'm finding out that life gets better in the yes. And you're going to hear me say that over and over and over again until that thing manifests, okay? But life gets better in the yes, and you'll realize that God will begin to just open your eyes to see yourself the way he sees you. He'll begin to change your perspective. He'll begin to cause a shift in how you go about living life. And I just believe with all of my heart that you won't regret your yes, that I really believe that when it's all said and done, everything that you've endured, every hard yes, every hard place, every just difficult, heavy and weighty yes that you've given will all be worth it. All right. It'll all be worth it. I'm going to hop off of this because your girl could cry, but she's not going to cry. Not not right here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not doing it. But I'm glad you're here with me today. I'm glad you are taking this journey with me. And I am excited about what is happening in your life just as much as I am excited about what's happening in mine. So yeah, if you have not connected with us on Instagram, go and follow us over on Instagram at Dear Growing Woman. Women of all ages follow, okay? Because growth never, ever, ever stops. You're never too old to grow. And when you stop growing, you stop living. So let's live together. All right. Let's close out in prayer. Father, I am ever so grateful for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness that you extend to us, your compassions that are new every morning. I thank you that you never stop loving us. Even when we stop loving us, you never stop loving us. And for all the things that we could say as reasons as to why you cannot use us and why we cannot be vessels for you, I thank you that you chose us anyway. And we remain in a state of gratefulness that you choose us every single day. Every day that we open our eyes and that we wake up and have another opportunity to live out your plan for our lives, we recognize that it is another chance for you to use us. It's another chance for us to give you a real yes. I thank you that we'll start saying yes before we recognize what we're doing. Because we also recognize that if you give us space to <laughs> to change our minds, we will. But we submit a full yes. And we do this together. So I thank you for this community, for every listener, uh, male or female. Thank you for every person 
who is making a choice to say yes, who's making a choice to live with you in the yes, who is making a choice to abide with you in the yes, who's making a choice to show you where it hurts, who's making a choice to reveal the places that have been untouchable, and even the things that we've blocked out of our minds that have shaped the way we live our lives, the way we do life. I thank you for putting communities around us that cause us to be better, that challenge us, that challenges us to to be what you have called us to be. Put people around us, Lord, that can see beyond where we are and can push us and thrust us into the place where we meet you, even when we want to give up. I thank you for just all the things. I thank you for who you are. I thank you just for this space and this platform. And I pray that every person who listens to this podcast is blessed, encouraged, and ignited to keep running. Thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.